0: What's
1: Trending. All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending trending, trending. Number one on what's trending. The NFL has finally announced where the neutral site will be if the Chiefs and Bills were to meet in the AFC title game. Atlanta, Georgia, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That is where the neutral site will be. No more speculation and all that. Both very similar distances. 900 miles from Buffalo, 800 from Kansas City. Good. Fine. We're done. Let's move on and let's hope the Bills lose.
2: I mean, that's what they're <laughs> asking you to do at this point. Yeah. You're hoping for a massive upset in Skylar Thompson. I'm thinking more next getting week. Getting the better of that. Or yeah. Bills or the Bengals getting the best of them in the week after that or Baltimore were to move on. But that would then change. It wouldn't be Baltimore's upsetting them because then they'd be taking out the Chiefs, whatever. But it's, it's, it, it's the most fair sight. There's a 100 miles difference between the two cities. It's not super drivable for either. It's like 12, 13 hours, right? It's a bit of a haul. But it's also not an unfair distance from one place to the other. It is the most fair sight. It is the one that made the most sense after Indianapolis withdrew. Next up on Watch Training, Jared McKinnon, named AFC Offensive Player of the Month. I want you to remember that he scored those nine touchdowns that we've talked about. Those didn't come over the course of the season. He scored all nine of those in the month of December. So he is AFC Offensive Player of the Month for the final month of the season, which is wild enough for him. But also, what a hell of a turn for Jarek McKinnon, who's ended up being a huge feature piece of this offense.
1: Next up on What's Trending, we know the uh, NFL Walter Payton Man of the Year, one of the, the best wars you can possibly be uh, given, and Patrick Mahomes is the Chiefs nominee this year. And before they announce the actual Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year, uh, they have their Nationwide Charity Challenge, which if you recall the last couple of years, third in a row, fourth in, in the eight-year history, the Chiefs have had players win that portion of it, which is uh, basically fan support through social media. And you get
2: $25,000 for, for your charity.
1: Yeah, and that's the reward for that. So Patrick Mahomes has won the Nationwide Charity Challenge, part of the Walter May- Payton Man of the Year contest. Does not mean he's the Walter Payton Man of the Year Yeah, He won't know that until the night before the Super Bowl at the NFL Honors. I mean, he could just clean, just clean up just go ahead MVP I, Walter Payton man of the year and then the Super next Bowl day, Super, Super Bowl, Bowl MVP. MVP I,
2: mean, I think yeah. Pete Sweeney earlier on Twitter called it the uh, the football egot yeah, it's like basically. winning every single major award but in a single season not just winning them all winning I, them all in a single season
1: that's I, more like the tiger slam than an egot yeah i mean i'm i'm convinced that uh, it's harder to win Walter Payton man of the year when you're Patrick Mahomes yeah, because they're like, well, of course you can do great. Now, look, you have I half think, a billion dollars. I think Russell Wilson's won it before, yeah. but he's never been a league MVP. I think it's tough when they know you're going to win the MVP that night. You think you think they're doing? They're giving you everything. <laughs> you think they're giving you everything? And you're getting ready to play in the uh, Super Bowl? No, man. I think there's something up there. It seems like it may be a different year for you. Next
2: up on watch trending, MU lost last night. they were been last of three locals for their weekday games to Texas A&M, eighty-two to sixty-four. That was the worst they've looked. Old. That was as bad as they looked against Kansas, maybe worse. They were an underdog in that game, but they played very bad defense. They shot horribly. It was just not a particularly competitive game. They'll have to bounce back this weekend, obviously, but MU losing their first game in a little bit. Texas A&M, 82-64.
1: Next up on What's Trending, coaching interviews getting scheduled across the league. Reports are the Broncos will get their first interview with Sean Payton. They'll be the first team to have that opportunity. Now, look, Sean Payton's going to interview all over the place. It won't be the last one he does, but Broncos get their first opportunity with Sean Payton to see if there's any mutual interest. And then let, remember, even if both sides agreed to something, then you have to get the Saints involved and trade draft pick compensation to New Orleans. They own his rights still. That doesn't seem
2: like the right move to Denver, in my opinion. You're gonna trade for a coach. You're gonna give up the one thing you have, a few draft assets. You're gonna give them up for the coach, who then has to fix Russell Wilson, that's not a good situation for Sean Payton to go into. That's not the job I'd want if I were him.
1: I wouldn't want it either. Now, if you're the Broncos, you're saying, well, we get Sean Payton, we think he's the best offensive mind available. We'll take the chance. We'll we'll go, it's worth it for them. Because they're still, everything they do is still tied to whether or not Russell Wilson can become a top 15, top 10 quarterback again. Big, big question. Major question around that.
2: Lastly, on watch training, we announce it at 10.05, but next Friday for Red Friday before the divisional round, we'll be live out at Rally House right over there by Oak Park Mall at 95th and Quivira. MJ Melendez and Michael Massey will be with us from yeah. 1 until 2, commercial-free, helping us co-host the show, getting us ready for the Chiefs divisional round game. Little Chiefs, little Royals, a little bit of everything. Next Friday at Rally House, it'll be MJ
1: Melendez and Michael Massey. Yeah, I can't wait. This going to be a ton of fun. Uh, we had a chance to talk with them uh, just during the season. Uh, you heard one of the interviews. You didn't hear You didn't hear the one with MJ Melendez with some audio You're part difficulties. Of it. You're uh, the first, like, 90 seconds. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So I can't wait for next heard. week. It's going to be a ton of fun. We'll be excited for the postseason. Hope to see you guys out at Rally House. And, yeah, commercial-free, 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock next Friday. And uh, we'll have a couple extra co-hosts on the show, and there'll be Michael Massey and MJ Melendez. Michael Massey, big Bears fan. I'm imagining he's pretty fired up that his Bears ended number up with pick. a number one overall pick and have all this cap space, and we'll see if he thinks they should trade for DeAndre Hopkins or not.
2: Or if they should go with Justin Fields or just draft C.J. Stroud or yeah. And again, else.
1: Vinny Pasquantino not available next Friday, and um, if you want to blame anybody, if you've been listening throughout the show, that falls on our wonderful producer, Nick Schwartz. It's not even like if it's not like if
2: you're just looking for blame. The blame is clearly Nick's. Yeah,
1: it's not like
2: I'm just I looking mean, for I, someone to blame that Vinny won't be there. If someone insulted Nick.
1: me, I wouldn't want to show up either. I don't blame you, Vinnie. That's what's trending. The real question is: Will it
2: get over over time, or if we ever uh-huh. want Vinnie in we'll studio out. with us on this show, are we going to have
1: to, you know, get into the producer? Might have to producer? wait. Might have to wait till Nick works at Arrowhead Pride. Might have to wait. How's that going, by the way? Getting closer to that gig. I mean, he's working there now, but full time, not yet.
2: He answered for you, Nick. I was, I was just asking you a question. He was ready, prepared. Nick's gonna do this thing where he just doesn't say anything. Yeah. He's taking yeah. that fifteen-minute timeout. Yeah, yeah was I was been... told I was on timeout. God, so that was thirty minutes. That <laughs> was like an hour ago. Was thirty minutes. And you ago. talked thirty seconds after it. All right, starting now.
0: Now you want fifteen minutes to not talk? Okay,
2: Nick's not going oh, to talk. I just want. No, You're actually, eating lunch. You're eating lunch. No, I'm not. Is what it is. No, I'm
0: not. I just want fifteen minutes of privacy, really. Pri- privacy. Yeah. You have a camera on you, man.
2: We're just, just a public radio show. Leave me, alone. Show. Just leave there, me is alone.
0: A, there is a camera in your face. Will you guys please just leave me alone? For what? Just cause. You sure? Okay.
2: Yeah. He's taking his fifteen minutes starting.
0: Nah. I am eating lunch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's what it is, man. He likes to get it in during Watch Trinity because he knows he's got six, seven, eight minutes sometimes to eat as much of that meal as possible. Is, and if we don't go to him right away, then he's got like 10 minutes I'm a notoriously
0: slow eater, is the problem.
2: I didn't know that that was a notorious thing about you. You're a slow eater?
0: Yeah. Probably the number one complaint I get from my girlfriend. Is it how long oh, it takes really? me to finish meals? See, I'm yes. the opposite. I I'm always the guy. Quickly. I'm always the guy at the end of dinner. Everybody's done. Everybody's got their napkins yeah, on yeah, the yeah. plates, and I'm just. She had just to
2: do it, that for ten days in Germany with uh, six people. Uh-huh. and It's just
0: every and then time. the whole group. It's the last it. person the eating. Whole, now, every is it, time. Yeah. Is yep. it because?
1: So usually it's two reasons. Either a you just truly eat slow, or there's somewhat, you just talk so
0: much during dinner that you're not eating. I put my silverware down after each bite. What? What? I like I, I I take a bite, put my silverware down, what? sit there, chew what? it, and I pick it back up. That's oh psychotic. Behavior. Yeah,
1: what? You actually put this what the, the, the fork heck? down. If you're uh, you cut your steak with you? and you eat a piece of steak and you you set the knife and fork down, keep chewing, sit back.
2: I don't even switch what? hands between knife and fork. Like how some people might switch to their right hand with their fork, I keep them in the same hand the entire uh-huh.
0: time. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Sorry, I like to enjoy and savor my food. <laughs> I'm not just shoveling it into my mouth like a Neanderthal. He's just like dabbing his mouth like this with the napkin, with the quarter. I do. I oh, do. God, I eat just... slow. Make sure I get. Make sure I fully uh, chew it up so it's easily digestible.
2: I mean, you do have tummy problems. so I, I feel like that I might be good. Say for your like tummy, that, you know?
0: I'm not, your, it's not <laughs> your not your four-year-old son.
2: Look, <laughs> like he described it that way once.
1: Uh, so we we know, as we mentioned during what's trending, that the NFL now any speculation we can finally stop with where the neutral site will be Atlanta. And overall, when we uh, first learned of the neutral site, and we were talking about potential destinations, Indianapolis was number one. We all know that that was the NFL's first choice too, but they said no. And then we're saying, all right, what about you know Dallas, Atlanta, and Vegas? Ends up being Atlanta. That was the news from the NFL today. And for those of you that are season ticket holders, the NFL is supposed to send out some more information. But basically, for those of you that have already committed uh, to purchasing AFC title game tickets, you'll have priority. Uh, for that potential game, which of course I think it's always important to note that requires still the bills to win two games and the chiefs to win one game for this to even come into play. But it's definitely very, very plausible uh, that you get to that point in time. And overall, I think Atlanta's a very easy city for everybody to fly into. I mean, that it's a beautiful stadium by all accounts. Everybody says it's nuts. It's is one of the brand new stadiums in the league. And Atlanta is just an easy city for everybody to fly into. I mean, every major airline flies there and there's multiple flights. It's not something that's tricky to, of course, uh, Vegas would have been very easy to go to as well. But uh, I know Fesco had reported yesterday that the Bills wanted Pittsburgh and Cleveland. The Chiefs wanted Vegas. And so here you go. Settle in on Atlanta. 900 miles to Buffalo, 800 to KC. Let's go. It seemed
2: like right now, it, it's absolutely the most fair choice. How can we can complain about the siding? If you knew that it was going to be neutral site and you had no choice in that. So if your complaint's that it's neutral site, whatever. There's nothing I can do about that. That's already a decision. But once you knew that, This was the most fair option. It was more fair than the chiefs reported choice of Vegas. It was more fair than some of the outdoor choices that would have been there. And honestly, as much as I wanted it to be outdoors, because it seemed like it was fair that at the time three teams could have ended up in there when it was Cincinnati, Buffalo and Kansas city, all three of them played outside. It didn't seem unfair to me to put them outside. I also don't want them playing on that crap field in Chicago, right? Like, you know, it's when you're stuck between those choices, Just take the rest of it out of it. And I think where the NFL is right now is they didn't want even more questions to come of it, to choose something to be neutral. You want it to be as neutral as possible. And in this case, weather probably is it both Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, apparently enclosed domes are undefeated. So you're not giving one guy the advantage versus the other. They both have lost in retractables.
1: Honestly, didn't know we were. I didn't know that was a thing. Was I really didn't thing. know. Well, here's uh, we the separated dome from retractable. I understand the sunlight was an issue in Indianapolis when Mahomes lost there this year. Yeah, it was an issue for Sky Moore, I think, more than anybody. But still, like I, domes are not whatever. It's the patch. Mahomes is playoff. Time. It favors. It Nobody's favors. Nobody's going to use that as an excuse. Here's the
2: thing. It's going to favor both offenses. We are most likely to see what you want in a Bills-Chiefs game anyway if it gets there, which is a shootout. The real question is now that you know the site, does it change anything for you on the? Would you rather have Buffalo that's in Atlanta question. or would you rather take on the Chiefs at home? I think if you're a fan, your answer is always going to be Cincinnati. I got to be honest, man. I don't think that's the team you want to face. If Cincinnati had just gone to Buffalo, I wouldn't even consider this is why right. I would rather play Buffalo at a neutral site than play. than the Chiefs play Cincinnati at home. If they had just gone to Buffalo, New York in, in what is a very emotional season for the bills and beaten them And they have beaten you three straight times? Hell no. Not interested. Pass. I'd rather the Chiefs have to go to Atlanta, play Buffalo in a neutral site, and take my chances. I know that's contrary to the way you think a lot of times when it comes to home playoff games, especially from a fan perspective. Again, I get it. You're a season ticket holder. You want this game at Arrowhead. But if I'm just like, what gives you the best chance to win? I
1: think the best chance to win is taking on Buffalo in Atlanta. Well, look, I've I've told you, I think Cincinnati is the best team in the AFC. So you should also be rooting for uh, Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, uh, to a certain extent, but I I think there's also, yeah, the the fan part of me that knows what it's like to be in an AFC title game at Arrowhead. It's incredible. Uh, It's amazing. A lot of people know uh, that this would be their fifth straight if it were to go um, that way. It's the, some of the best sporting events I've been to in my life have been these AFC title We went games. to an AFC title game together, didn't we? That first one. Yep. In yep.
2: 2019, we barely yep. started the show.
1: Yeah. I mean, so it's it's incredible. You can't replicate that. Um, but I do think Cincinnati's better than Buffalo. And now that Buffalo doesn't have Von Miller, I think they're more vulnerable than they were when the Chiefs played them at Arrowhead earlier this season. And they're still so looking for
2: weapons. Like, they just elevated Cole Beasley. Like, their offense isn't the, the same caveat. thing it was before.
1: If you – and I, I know some people roll their eyes at this and they don't buy into it. Some people really think it's a real deal. With the DeMar Hamlin situation and, you know, this idea like, man, this team so – This is like an emotional boost. Or, emotional yeah. boost, team of destiny, whatever, sure. you want, whatever you want to say. Like, that might, that might scare some people about Buffalo, even in a neutral site. Like, the entire world rooting against you. Some people play better in those situations, but do you want, do you want that mojo – going against you. you know these are all these are all factors some are real some don't mean a damn thing to the players some are just fan created i understand that but these are all things that are going through my mind if that scenario played itself out is the better team
2: they're sitting in a neutral side and the coin flip is done by damar hamlin you know like i imagine that would be a huge boost for them it just goes back to the same thing it's it's whether or not you think the way this played out is unfair. And to me, because Buffalo still has to get through two games, it seems fair enough. Both the Chiefs and the Bills are going to get a bye and the easiest possible playoff matchup, especially because Skylar Thompson's starting. As much as we want the 4 stage product to
1: do well, because Skylar yeah, Thompson's The, the key for the Bills is just staying healthy, right? They're going to yeah. beat the Dolphins. Yeah. The issue don't is thinking, they have to get through a game healthy. Yeah. The Chiefs don't have to worry about health this weekend. And then
2: they'll get to play a home playoff game? And then they'll get to play a neutral site game. They won't have to play on the road if they keep winning. They'll just get to play at home and then play on the neutral site just the same as Kansas City. And considering they were the one seed going into that moment, yeah,
0: I kind of get how back they down could down feel. That road, no, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I understand. And look, I, I we've said before.
2: I don't know that it's just it, it was never going to feel fair. Chiefs fans are going to not feel like it's fair. Bills fans are going to feel like it's not fair. Whatever those situations,
1: but this was the best way to handle the stadium. Playing it in Atlanta was the best way to do oh, it. Oh, handle the stadium part? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The stadium part, once you knew for sure it was going to have to be neutral site scenario coming to play. Yeah, Atlanta, nobody should be griping about it being in Atlanta. Do you wish it
2: was out- Did you ever wish it was outdoors?
1: The thing with that is, tell me what stadium that doesn't have problems. Nashville. You know what I mean? Like It's a dump of a stadium. I love the city. Dump of a stadium.
2: Was the field bad or just the stadium? The
1: stadium sucks. But Nissan's if the field's sta- fine, I don't care. Nissan Stadium sucks. Yeah. No thanks. Have you been to it? I have, actually. Not for a Chiefs game but i've been inside the stadium the week of the draft. i was like what the hell the draft was in nashville in 20 what would that have been? 18, 19? Was it a dump then? Well, it was, yeah. And it's even older now. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was just so asking I if the did. stadium is bad. It's just huh? not a nice stadium. It was built in the 90s i think and so it was like before they started to add all these nice amenities cool to it things. but it's not this, you know, it's not 1972 either. So it's newer. This is why I'd, they're getting a new stadium that's dome. By the way, they're hoping to get a Super Bowl in Nashville. They're they building, will. They're going to have Super a dome. Bowl in they're going to have a dome there in Nashville. If the if Nashville had a dome, is that already, the worst stadium
2: you've ever been to? Ooh. mine's still the Metrodome.
1: So I never made it out to the O dot A Co. Whatever the hell they call that dump in Oakland. Never o dot Co. Yeah, no, no, they've changed names a hundred times. I, I haven't been there. Otherwise, that'd be everybody's answer. By the way, that should be everybody's answer. Because they had what like literal feces coming up out of the ground at that stadium. It's sewage bad. and stuff. Yeah. I don't know if I honestly, Nisa, I mean, it's just, yeah, Nisa, there's the amenities suck and the stadium's just not it. the seat, like the concrete's like separating. It's just, it's just a dump of a stadium. That's probably it, but I haven't been there for a game. It was just for, you know, basically you could walk in the stadium and walk around and tour. Um, other than that, I never made it to Metrodome. So I don't know. Actually, Metrodome
2: so, was, I mean,
1: I'll be honest. And I was and there. I hate to, I and I hate to say this dying about, breath. I hate to say this about my alma mater, Memorial but stadium? Memorial Stadium, I mean, it is, oh, a, it, man. is it is a hundred years old or whatever. So it's um, going to attack the alma mater, Nick. Are you going to stand for this? Look, they're, yeah. Renovations yeah, are on I the way, actually. baby. Renovations are on the way. No, they're not. They've been on the way for twenty years. No, like it's in the contract for Lance Leipold. He can get out of the contract if they That know. doesn't mean it's on the
2: way. It's yeah, it's, it's at the it's at the same development plan as it's, that corner of uh like no. Shawnee Mission Parkway. And what is that? Like
1: I'm not bailing you out no, on this one. Don't right? ask me to bail you out. No,
2: no and Shawnee Mission Parkway, that same like banister mall area. They're like, We're gonna fix it. We're putting a building there. You're like, no, you're not.
1: Hey, you say that. Right over here, they finally demolished the Kmart, man. They're building apartments and stuff there finally. It took Big years. Move. Big move, uh, but no. Anyway, yeah. That's probably honestly that's probably my answer. I mean, that's a bad. Step.
2: What's the worst one you've been in, Nick?
0: A uh, Football stadium? I, I don't know, but I just think any
1: stadium. Yeah,
2: His
0: the answer. one in sa- the the Blues Stadium in St. Louis. Oh, Edward uh, Scott Trade Center. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't there for a Blues game. I was there for NCAA, NCAA tournament. tournament. <laughs> I was like, Man, when you lost sucks. to Harvard or Stanford? Whatever it was. And I'm not even like this isn't even like a you know low hanging fruit. Let me just dump on St. Louis. It literally <laughs> is the worst stadium I've ever been in. Scott Trade's <laughs> not great. I
1: don't think I've ever been in that one either. Been to Scott trade. Been to the Edward Jones dome, yeah.
2: They gave the Cardinals a decent stadium and they didn't even try the other ones. They're
1: <laughs> no, like, we're
2: giving up. We're not we're not gonna sink another cent into the rest of these. People right said now. Old Charger
1: Stadium. I think it was what, Qualcomm Stadium. Yeah. A lot of people saying that that was uh that was the one that had flags for every NFL team around. I always remember them. They had, they had flags for it's every team around choice. the top. I don't know. I mean, it was all the thirty two NFL teams.
2: Just makes me think of like eating ice cream out of a mini helmet or something. Like that's the vibe when you're just putting it, but it's the stadium version of that. You're like, we have a flag for everybody. You're like,
0: well, I don't need it. Do you ever think about how lucky we were to just like grow up in this area? Gold specifically, like being a KU fan and a Chiefs fan. You grew up in the backyard of, in their respective sports, maybe the two greatest stadiums in America. Like Allen Fieldhouse is the best place to watch a college basketball game. Arrowhead is the best place to watch an NFL game. Talking about atmospheres and everything? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, how, yeah. If you're
2: talking atmospheres, what yes, are you're talking about stadiums and amenities, wrong.
0: What are the chances that you would just those would just be two stadiums in your backyard, and you'd go to them dozens and dozens of times
1: in your life? That's, no, that's good Yeah, we are spoiled, and now obviously with the success of 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 the teams too, both of them at this you know at the same time, one won a Super Bowl a couple years ago, one won a title last year. Got to get the Royals on board. And... Got to get your UMKC Ruse, your Kansas that's City Ruse we'll going. That's we'll be. Sa- you know?
0: We'll be saying that about the Royals when they build the downtown stadium.
1: On the Lazy Susan. Yes.
0: Is that, if, is if, yeah, it's a big if,
1: but. Oh, people are bringing up Kemper. You mean yeah. in the final days of Kemper, right? Because initially, I mean, to host a national champ, I mean, yeah, you know, for a while, Kemper was, was it like,
2: was nice. Kemper
1: was a big deal. But
2: if you're talking about on its last <laughs> leg, the last, the last
1: 15 years of sure. Kemper, a bit bleak. The last 10 or 15 of Kemper, prior to Sprint Center opening up, when the coaches were bitching about the locker rooms. I'll never. I think I don't know who it was for. Actually, I think it was Bob Knight when he was coaching uh, T, uh, Texas Tech. Uh, prior to Sprint Center opening up, and like he was bitching about the locker rooms at a press conference. Do you blame him? No. No, I do not. It's untenable. I see we did
2: not reference Swinney Rack anywhere in this, My where UMKC plays.
1: It's a rec center, right? I mean, it literally, it's the rec for the university. Yeah, it, that's I mean. correct. Okay.
2: It was also at Muni for Muni. a little bit of time. Well, that's
1: a lot of history there. Obviously, that's... Final that's, Four's played yeah. there. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's in a bit disrepair when UMKC was playing there, but still a cool building. No, it is. All right, let's get to all 32 in the NFL. Presented by Anthony Plumbing, heating, cooling, and electric. I'll let you start us off this go around.
2: I think that there's a first, one of the biggest stories today is that Derek Carr is officially kind of saying goodbye to the Raiders organization because everybody knows he's going to leave. Vic Taffer is reporting that the Raiders would still be willing to just cut Derek Carr if they're unwilling to make a trade for him by February 15th because that's the day. They have to cut Derek Carr by February 14th or the final two years of his deal worth $40 million each becomes fully guaranteed. And they've made it very clear at this point that they're moving on from Derek Carr. Now I assume that there'll be trade partners interested in that because there always are for quarterbacks just last year for the third time in four years, someone traded for Carson Wentz and Derek Carr has been far more of a consistent quarterback than any of those. I think he'll find a team that feels like they're just a quarterback away jets, Giants, whatever it's going to be to get them into the postseason. I did laugh at one part of his goodbye to the Raiders because he talked about, like, I'm really disappointed I didn't get a chance to say it in person and that I didn't get to say bye this way. Thank you to the city of Oakland and Vegas. Mm-hmm. But then he spent the entire final paragraph essentially just auditioning for the next team in his goodbye. He said, That fire burning inside of me to win a championship still rages. A fire no man can extinguish. He was essentially writing like Emerson poems in his his audition for the next team. It's going to be, he's going to be, of all the quarterbacks that might be available unless Lamar Jackson suddenly becomes a trade candidate, he's going to be the most interesting guy to land in there because I do think he upgrades half of the league's quarterback situation. Go to the
1: Jets, man. Go to the Jets. Find the Jets.
2: What about all the Derek Carr cold weather stuff? I know.
1: That's scary for the Jets, because yeah, remember we used to make
2: fun of that here in yeah. KC.
1: I mean, it, it would to a certain extent, but it's an, look what they've had. Look at they've had a quarterback. Look he, at it. It's very
2: bad. Look I don't at want it to.
1: Cody. Don't make me. I don't want to look at it. It's ugly. When they th- when they were clamoring for Mike White, it tells you how bad things have been. When Mike White was like, "Oh, man, please, Mike White, please start for us." He's
2: not even the most famous Mike White?
1: White Lotus is a very popular not show yet. right now. He's
2: the most popular, Mike White. Now
1: you watched the Golden
2: Gloves, didn't you? No, I didn't. Okay, I, I don't watch any awards show. Really, I didn't know if you did. I don't care if you do. I just, I
1: was, I was wondering if that was the White Lotus reference to say once more. No, I just
2: know that I just knew that Mike White I've was the creator a really good, of White Lotus. I heard
1: it's a really good show. That's all. Uh, you know, look, this weekend, first glimpse at the new overtime rules after Josh Allen and the Bills wind enough. Remember they changed that in the offseason? Remember that? Uh, not after the chief. Not after burn the Chiefs but that's true yes (laughs) that that's also accurate if you really think about it i wasn't going to make it about the bills but now that you bring that up you think about the bills in the last calendar year they they got overtime rules changed they got a game moved because of weather to detroit for them and they got the playoff seating rules changed it's been a hell of a calendar year for the buffalo bills i mean if you can't win the super bowl this year it's not happening guys league's really sorry buffalo not happening uh, that was not the point of my all 32. It has to do with the overtime rules, though. Do you think we'll actually see it play out this year? Do we think we're getting overtime? like, Or will we be like, oh, we have to wait another year? Because the new rule, 15-minute periods instead of the 10, so it's a full quarter. If the team that got the ball first doesn't score a touchdown, if the score is tied after each team has possessed the ball, the next score would win. If the team, of course, that possesses the ball first commits a safety on the initial possession, the kickoff team would win. I don't know that it's going to... F- so it's five minutes longer in the postseason versus the 10 in the regular. I don't think that it's going to really factor in. I understand
2: that we're looking at this because, like, you know, the Chiefs' touchdown rule. They scored a... The Patriots scored a touchdown, and the Chiefs never had a chance to possess the ball. And the Chiefs scored a touchdown, and the Bills never had a chance to possess the ball. We want to see something look different. But to me, it's always the same thing. You, Everyone is typically given their opportunity. Just keeping a team out of the end zone is a lot easier than we're making it sound it is to stop them. Most teams don't score a touchdown when they get on the drive. I feel the same way about the Chiefs AFC title game. Keep Tom Brady the hell out of the end zone. Anything other than that would have kept you in that football game. You just had to hold them to a field goal, and you couldn't do it. It's hard to feel bad for the Chiefs or the Bills in this situation. I don't think we'll see it this year. At some point, it'll matter. We know that just based on history, at some point, the other team will get a chance.
1: Chiefs and Bills, overtime, neutral site in Atlanta. Ugh. Ugh. That sounds stressful. Yes, yes it does.
0: Guys, you mentioned this, Cody. Uh, I I feel like as we are nearing the end of this season, it's becoming more and more of a reality, especially with the deal that was handed out to Roquan Smith yesterday. Lamar Jackson's not going to be in Baltimore next year. The longer this thing plays out, because this, I mean, talk about not just the saga that's been going on for two years now, but specifically just over the last four months, over the course of this season, right? He was red hot to start the year, looking like an MVP candidate. The Ravens looked like a top five team in the NFL, then all of a sudden, the decline in play, the injury. Okay, maybe this is why you wouldn't want to re-sign him now. There's sort of this nebulous atmosphere around the Ravens where nobody. he's in practice in what, like almost three weeks now. People are like
2: photoshopping his face on top of yeah. Willie Walker doing the the no. the somersault as he gets into free. Nobody. Agency. Yeah, there's
0: not really. There haven't really been any updates on his injury status. Right. And with the contract extension to Roquan Smith, it does leave open the door to potentially franchise tagging him again. And I just, it's its not that I think the Ravens are necessarily looking at this and saying there's no way we're ever going to re-sign him. It's just that it's really tough for me to close my eyes and imagine a headline this offseason where all of a sudden, after two years of not really making any progress, reportedly turned out a $250 million extension last year, that all of a sudden they're going to be able to come together and get a deal done. Yeah. But I do think another team, another desperate franchise, whether it's, the Jets, whether it's the Falcons or the Colts, they would be willing to look at him and say, okay, that's a a perfect commodity. He is better than anything we've had in recent history. Let's go for it. Let's take our shot. If
2: you're Indy, you give up the fourth overall pick for Lamar Jackson right now? There's just that straight up. No, you'd
0: probably have to give up more.
2: I'm just saying, would you, if that was
0: the price? If it was just the fourth overall pick, a hundred percent. Well, because I asked you this question, you said
2: for the first overall pick, if it were the Texans,
1: you wouldn't do it. I'm just asking. I would. I thought I asked you and you said... If the, I don't know one, what I mean. if the Texans had the number one overall pick at the time, which they don't now, I said I would take Bryce Young before I would trade for Lamar if I were the Texans. I said I'd just trade for Lamar. At. It's a known commodity. And again, it's the reason why it's the Texans is they're so far away. Like the, the Colts have a good defense. yeah, So it's a little bit different. That was the thought process. A little bit different. The only thing I, I agree with you, Nick, it seems hard to believe they're going to get a deal done. But remember, he played on his fifth-year option this year. They haven't even tagged him once. So they're going to tag him no matter what this offseason while they work on a deal mm-hmm. or trade him. So, I, I still think there's a chance he plays on the tag next year, um, but they're C- not. They're not. They're obviously not cutting him. He's gonna go. He's they're gonna. He's gonna be
0: tagged in two months. Yeah, definitely not getting cut. I just think that at some point, this this will escalate. I I just don't. Maybe he. Maybe you're right. Maybe he will play on the tag again. But if I were Lamar Jackson, I wouldn't play on the tag again. If I were Lamar Jackson, I'd right, probably sit
1: out. But that's the thing. Are like, you gonna sit out and then have three years of only playing what? Eight, 16 games combined in the last yeah. three seasons. But no, if
0: you're the if you're the Ravens and you know there's not going to ever be resolution to this, you're not getting a deal done. At some point, you do cut bait and say, "What can we get for him?" Yeah, but no
1: team like this goes back to when we've talked about other quarterbacks. No, no team just assumes that the guy's going to sit like. The, Lamar Jackson also is not just going to sit on his ass for three years. and No, no, no and not play I know football. that, but
0: I'm saying if you're the Ravens and you know you're not ever signing him to a long-term extension, you're not giving him the 300 million dollars. Then that you he should trade him
2: before the draft.
0: Why wouldn't you just trade him and get as much for you ca- as you can for him? Yeah, I just don't know if, if a team that has built their entire
1: offense, personnel-wise, too. But have they though? Because I they haven't so.
0: really surrounded him with weapons.
1: Yeah, but that's not. But it, that's exactly what it is. Like we we assume that he has to have a bunch of number one wide receivers to build an offense for him. I just—they have built it around offensive line and tight ends because of how they play with their run style. That they, we assume that building around a quarterback means go and get them DeAndre Hopkins and Devontae Adams. That's, no, but that's there's not a gulf, what,
0: there's a gulf between understand. those guys and having Rashad Bateman and Deshaun Jackson.
1: Their offensive court, their entire scheme is built around and personnel is built around Lamar Jackson. So they would really have to be willing to reset the whole damn. But
0: thing. But then you look at what they've done with you know trading for Roquan Smith last year, their first round pick, Kyle Hamilton, the safety. Like they still invest a lot of their assets on defense, and sure. I get it because that's who Harbaugh is. But at some point, if you have a franchise quarterback, there is a bit of a blueprint. Before you have to start paying him $250 million, it would be nice to maximize their potential. And I think it's tough to make the argument that the Ravens have fully invested in Lamar Jackson and trying to figure out if he can be their guy. You're right. You don't have to go and get a guy who's making $30 million at wide receiver but they've fallen so far short of even that, that it's tough to really argue that they've done everything they could do.
1: That is all 32 in the NFL presented by Anthony plumbing, heating, cooling and electric coming up next, the big narrative shift that could actually occur over the next three weeks in the NFL.
0: Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by GAN Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, GAN Asphalt and Concrete, one contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at GANNasphalt.com.
1: Back here on Cody and Gold, Alice Gold, Cody Tap, Nick Short with you. We'll get to the uh, random question of the day coming up. In about 10 minutes or so. And also, Nick's notable notes. Been very patient today. We skipped his notes. There was breaking news where there the Chiefs game is going to be played. I have, I have
0: more breaking news for you guys, actually. Oh, okay. Please, please. Breaking news. You don't bump Nick's notable notes. Therefore, I will not be delivering my notes today.
2: What do you mean? It's nope. What else do you want us to talk about? That's the that's what's scheduled. You, you, no.
0: you
1: don't have any notes prepared. I have notes right here.
0: Prepared. I could do it right this well, second. Then let's do it in 15, 20 no, minutes. No, no, you don't bump Nick's notable notes. We didn't bump it. There was breaking news. I mean,
1: and honestly, there honestly, there was breaking news, but also based off oh, of our so big announcement. Important. It was so important to talk about Atlanta, huh? It was. And then we had the announcement and, you know, Michael Massey, MJ Melendez are going to host the one o'clock hour of the show with us next Friday out at Rally house in OP right across from Oak park mall. We're excited about that. And, we were a little bummed you know, out I that was you excited ruined about
0: notes. Vinny Pasquantino was going to come and yeah. you ruined it. So. I was excited about Nick's Noble notes. That's funny you guys were excited about the about, uh, Rally House thing because I was excited about excited. notes because we were going to play a game.
1: We I can still game. play
0: a game. Nope. Why? You don't bump me. You don't put baby in the corner.
2: <laughs> I'll tell you right now. We can all just sit here in silence from 1250 to 1255. No, we
1: can't. No, we can't. That's definitely not how this radio thing works. Dead air for five minutes, not a good philosophy to have.
0: And let's be honest. Cody, you're the last person who would be able to actually complete that task.
2: <laughs> we oh, play silent man. air chicken and <laughs> see who came you first. You would lose.
0: I would bet any amount of money you would lose.
2: I think Gold would lose. I think if we got to like a full minute of dead air, he'd start talking.
1: Somebody at some point would have to talk. We can't or the have siren would start going off. We can't have five minutes of silence.
2: What could we play in its place? Nobody talking. We're just playing random clips. We're allowed to play whatever clips we
1: want over and just over. Just drops? And... Just nothing but drops? Just and... this? Just
2: this for five minutes. Walker told me I had No, age. no,
1: no, 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 <laughs> no. What's that from? Not again. That's Walker, Texas Ranger, obviously. But let's not do that.
0: That's in the system now. What is it about that clip that makes you so uncomfortable?
1: I don't, you know, it's, you know perhaps the exact topic that you – continue to laugh about, so that might be it.
0: Wait. Lo- who's Just laughing? Just laughing at the clip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not laughing at contracting HIV, and that HIV then becoming
2: AIDS.
0: <sighs>
2: Maybe it's best that we skip notes. <laughs> Maybe he's right. I'm interested in playing his game, but not if it's going to
0: go like this. Yeah, After. it's called... <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite communicable disease? And we do a draft. Then we see who has the best team at the end. Is the win? (laughs) Wait. How do we choose it? The ones that are the worst or the ones that you... Just your favorite. (laughs) Use whatever criteria you want. I'm out.
2: I am not interested. Anyway, so the Chiefs and the playoffs and the narratives that come with that. And that'll probably start up more, what, next week, gold? Right? We'll get into that as we know the Chiefs' opponent. But I think if there's a there's a really strong likelihood that it will be Jacksonville or it will be the Chargers, just based on the opponents the other two teams are facing. And I'm still pretty sure that nobody's is more negatively impacted than the Chiefs. Everyone else, the, the, Bills, the, the Bengals already got to a Super Bowl. So they can be like, you know, we're still right there. Joe Burrow says our window's whenever. We're going to do this. We still got maybe a year or two of cheap control. Maybe they're a little disappointed. They fall a little bit short. But they don't have the Chiefs' level of expectations. If you lose to anyone, you open the door to saying this is a four-horse race in the AFC. That's the way it, – and it, maybe three if it's not the Chargers or the Jags you lose to. But you really don't want to – you'd rather hold them down. I think this is what it is. Keep one of these teams feeling like the outsider. I don't care if it's the Bills or the Bengals, but make, it, make one of them still feel like the outsider in this. If Cincinnati loses to the Bills, so what? They had a tough year. They went to Buffalo – and maybe semi-unfair circumstances based on their own opinions, and they'll move on with their lives. But if then you beat the Bills, they're still not the Bengals. They can't get past you. They're stuck. I think you need to keep one of these teams feeling like well, the snake bit AFC team versus thinking this is a three-headed monster and we're all
1: screwed every year. I mean, look, you're the number one seed. You won 14 games in a year where a lot of people nationally thought you weren't going to win your own division. Not going
2: to the Super Bowl would be disappointed.
1: So, yeah, I mean, expectations change as the season goes on. But, like... To me, it's not as much about the narratives. It's just, hey, you didn't make it to the Super Bowl. More than it is that, hey, how did you let this team do it? The only exception to that is if Cincinnati beats Buffalo and you're at Arrowhead again in an AFC title game and you lose in back-to-back years to Joe Burrow and Cincy at Arrowhead and they're 4-0 against you, that just continues to become this massive cloud over your franchise. Cincy's the worst one for sure. If you lose to the Chargers in the divisional round, it's going to be more about how the hell did you not – Get to the championship game this year as the one seed. What went wrong in that game? Oh, what, were you what, not as good as your oh, record would indicate? Oh, what, all of a sudden, people are going to pick the Chargers to win the AFC West. Spoiler: That's been happening every offseason. Nick already picked them anyway. to win that game. So to me, it's more the one that really becomes the the narrative that actually matters would be suddenly if the Chiefs were to lose again to Cincinnati and you're four oh if you're burrow against Mahomes and it's another home game loss in the title game to Cincinnati, that's a bigger, like, real implication type thing than, hey, if you lost in the divisional round, that in its own right is a problem, not because it's the Chargers, because people will say the Chargers being in the postseason this year is already the springboard to begin with for them next year. And I, we can, I'm gonna, oh, they'll would, do that would, even if they I get would, if they get to
2: the divisional round. You're correct.
1: right. I'll, I'll roll my eyes at that anyway because that that's already going to happen, uh, and it's been happening the last couple of years. Like, I think. The, the notion of the Chiefs winning fewer than 12 games, not winning the division, if anybody brings that up again in the offseason, uh, truly, you, you just cannot take them seriously whatsoever. The Chiefs, until they prove to you that they're not winning 12 games and they're not winning the division, anybody that says they're not, it's absolutely ridiculous.
2: It's just having a false argument just to try to count. Like, this is probably like the conversation I have with Kelsey. I'm like, why would you ever predict Kelsey not to have 1,000 yards until he proves to you he can't? It's not like – I'm not even just saying that just to be right. It's just what – you have no evidence. Like, there's no evidence to support. The Chiefs are losing this division. There's no evidence to support Travis Kelsey's going down. Like, the the – the the narrative stuff is really interesting because we know how tough the AFC is. We know how many good coaches there are. We know how many good quarterbacks there are. The Ringer had a really good article up about how the AFC has drafted quarterbacks at twice the rate. They've taken first-round quarterbacks twice as many over the last few years than the NFC side. Now he's attributing it to the fact that people knew Tom Brady was on the downslope. So they started taking their chances in the AFC again, but more importantly than them just taking them, a lot of teams got it right. There are a lot of very good quarterbacks, but someone's going to be the team on the outside looking in. And I kind of think it's important that Kansas city, if they could keep like, if they could knock Burrow back down a peg, or keep Josh Allen out of it and be like, "Up, oh, sorry, man, it's gonna be you." Remember, there's the three of us and we're all great and we're all big, and all of our teams are great. It's gonna be you that keeps missing. Just bad news for you, but here we are. Or to just put the Bengals back to be like, "Nah, you might have gotten through us once, but we're not doing this again." They can gain so much yeah, in I... this postseason from a like because they've already put the AFC West in their place. You mentioned the chart; they put the AFC West in their place for years. They had another chance again this year. They went out and. Spent seven hundred and fifty million dollars in free agency and contract extensions to get absolutely nowhere. They've put the AFC West in their place. They have a chance to really kind of put the AFC back in notice, and they're already doing a little bit, right? Four straight AFC title games, but the first, the first, you know, sign of a flaw in what they do
1: was losing to Cincinnati last year. They can just put it right back into place by winning it again. Yeah, if you, if you get that crack at Cincy again, and it's at Arrowhead again, and this time you beat them, then suddenly three and one, it, like, it doesn't, I know, it doesn't matter. I don't care I really don't point, care anymore. At that yeah. point, you're in the Super Bowl, if, if that scenario comes. You and would, two of the
2: games have been in the regular season. You'd be one and one against um, each other in the postseason, each going to a Super Bowl. won't feel as big of a deal.
1: Yeah, but it definitely, I think from a, if you were to ask, and we had Dan and Hughes on, and we've asked him this before, if you're from a competitive uh, standpoint, take the narrative out for a second, just competitive standpoint, and Chiefs or Bengals, I think there's a lot of players in that Chiefs locker room that want Cincy again. That want Cincy again because they've lost to him three straight times. And they feel like in this last matchup, it really, you know, the Travis Kelsey fumble. Otherwise, the Chiefs had the ball up four or whatever it was, marching for a two possession lead, and they're going to win that game. I think deep down, if you were to get an honest answer from a competitive standpoint, the Chiefs would love to face the Bengals in that regard. I think fans so. maybe feel differently, but I think in that locker room, it's like, Hey, we, you can't, Hey, look, you can't sit in the locker room and say the things we do like that team's got
2: your number and don't Ye- face that. Of them. course you can't, you can't operate mm-hmm. that way as a player, but I would just tell you, um, there have been a lot of, like, here's a warning of advice to chief, to chief players. There've been a lot of teams who've thought the same thing about you. And for what sure. they should have been actively rooting for is to not play you.
1: Right. And that's so this, what they should have been hoping if, for if to looking, not have to play you. If we're looking ahead and let's say it's the chiefs bills title game, neutral site in Atlanta, the Bills will be favorites in that game. Let me remind you, the Bills were favorites at Arrowhead and beat them earlier. So, the, and the Bills would have beat Cincinnati well, be two and a
2: half. And the Bills would have
1: been coming off a win against Cincy in this scenario. So, yeah, the Bills would be, I think, a two to three point favorite over Kansas City. The Chiefs against the Bengals at Arrowhead, Chiefs would be one point favorites, even though they've lost three straight. The Chiefs. And that would doesn't be tell
2: us who's actually going to win the
1: game in all these things. It'd basically be right. a pick 'em there. No, it's just interesting to me. Like, there's no question in my mind that Buffalo would be a favorite over Kansas City.
2: I think most likely. You're probably right. I mean, just based on the way that this worked earlier in the season, although in the regular season matchup, they all said Von Miller, and sure. now they don't. All right, let's get to the random question of the day.
1: Random question. For
2: you, Gold. For you, Nick. And over in the text line, 913-586-7610. The random question of the day brought to you by the window source of Kansas City. I want to ask you, We we maybe a month ago, we got in a conversation with the show of who made the best lemon-lime soda. Nick and I were staunchly 4-7 up. You were making an argument for Sprite. We all trashed Sierra Mist for the mm-hmm. garbage product that it is. <laughs> well, they're getting rid of it. We're not the only people who feel that way. So, my question is
1: Wait, Sierra Mist is gone forever? Sierra Mist,
2: gone. Based it's re- on rebranding your branding, gone, gone. Gone. Never the same. Ne- they're out. They're out of wow. the Sierra Mist business. They're closing up shop. But really? they're not staying out of the lemon lime soda business. They said there's a higher demand than ever for lemon lime flavored soda. So they're getting back right back in the game after getting or Miss my question is, at this stage of your life, maybe maybe my kids, right? It's but at this stage of your life, story S T A R At this stage of your life, are you even willing to entertain your a switch in your lemon lime soda choice? Let's I mean, say I don't. Eat, and look, we don't. Uh, none of us drink it a lot, but like you're hungover or it was coming, whatever. Like the fountain yeah. sprite from McDonald's. Uh-huh. Would you be willing to try this product to consider a shift? in yeah, your lemon-lime soda preference at this
1: stage in your life? Yeah, I mean, I will try a can of Starry because why not? Um, but I don't, to you, like you said, I don't really drink lemon-lime soda all that often. It is once in a blue moon. If somebody accidentally am on the drive-thru at McDonald's and I order a quarter-pounder and I ask for a Dr. Pepper and they hand me a Sprite, I'm not going to be like, hey, this is a, doc- I need a Dr. Pepper. I'll go ahead and just bite the bullet. You just drink the Sprite. And drink the- now, if it's like a Diet Coke or some other drink. I'm like, "No, I want I want the Dr Pepper." So, I, I I'm not against the lemon lime soda, but I, feel I don't like I'm ever it. Too late order in the game. It. I'll just get 7 Up. What I'm going to switch the 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 see, lemon lime th- soda of choice only, at this point, it feels too late. only time I get 7 Up, man, is if I have the stomach flu and I'm like, "7 Up it is." I 7 Up is my stomach flu concoction. Yeah, but would you
2: consider Starry for that?
1: I I'll have to see. Not to see, man. So I you are willing. Seven he up, is willing to seven change. Seven-up is That's my go-to for, you got the stomach problem, Go. you go up the seven-up.
2: Before we get Nick's answer, by the way, they did say, quote, higher citrus flavors that are true to fruit and more aromatic than Sierra Mist. That's how they're describing it. Mm. Nick, are you willing to switch your allegiance?
0: Yeah, I mean, I... Uh... I like to. I like to think that I'm not going to be like stuck in my ways. So if something better comes along, I'd be willing to try it.
1: You, uh, you, that's your philosophy in everything in life.
0: Yeah, well, I yeah. just don't think it's useful to like in, with anything to just be like, no, I'm only doing this forever. Yeah. Like I, we, we went over this. I used, I've been using the same deodorant and body wash for the last ten years. But if something yeah. better came along, a better alternative. But you're not even
2: willing to try a better alternative. <laughs> I don't think you're ever sure. going to pick up a can of Star if you don't feel good. You're not even going to give it a chance. You're never even going to
0: try it. It would have to present itself to me. By yeah, like you're drinking right. Starry. Starry the onus, like is, a children's the drink. onus is not well, on fairness, me. It says Starry. that they
2: are specifically positioning themselves towards younger drinkers, Gen Z, which is definitively not the two of you. Does say, Gen probably.
0: Z even drink soda?
2: Their slogan being,
1: Starry hits different. It's him. I feel like he's uh, got that dog in there. No. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That seems like a new root beer. A new root beer should it'd be a root beer and it should say the root beer's got his dog in it or something like that. Oh,
0: yeah. Like, uh, like, like mug, barks? mugs. Mug root beer. Mug root yeah. They
1: should rebrand.
2: But barks has bite. That was their whole slogan barks for like has, 10 years. Yeah. Barks has bite and then <laughs> mug and then mug, mug has no, that dog, the dog in there. Yeah. The mug. <laughs> I
1: figured it out. Thank you. I just didn't Someone know. Someone says Nick is comparing this to like it's marriage. If something better comes along, He's open.
0: Wow. No, no, He's actually. am not married. You first know, of I all. credit I credit my it's open mind married. too. My girlfriend, she's because she always said she's like, you're two. You always you live on extremes. You always say it's only this. It's only that. So I feel like I've loosened up a little bit since we started. Dating. I try to
2: find a midpoint. Like, I don't think my wife has probably not bought the same shampoo and conditioner consecutively <laughs> for five years. It's been a different every time it runs well, out. It is a different shampoo. Or conditioner. dangerous game. And that is just like, I can't live like this. I like a little like, let's just get like two or three in a row because it's mm. like by the time you get used to the new one. It's too late. We're in a new game. It's like oh, this oh. is the consistency's way off.
1: From the nine one three, Sierra Miss Starry stripper names or soda? <laughs> if you would have said, <laughs> I don't Come. think
0: Sprite would be a good si- stripper <laughs> name. S- Starry Sierra Miss Sierra Miss <laughs> Sierra Miss is a great Sierra. Stripper name. <laughs> Sierra and I apologize missed. to any women named Sierra listening,
1: because and you Cody, just said it's a great stripper. And again, name. if you guys yeah. remember, Cody will go to a strip club for the first time in his life within the next month. Part of our Guillotine <laughs> League. That is happening. It might happen in Atlanta when the Chiefs play there. Maybe that'd be a hell of an experience. And we're getting him sacrificed.
2: I, yes. I told you yes. I will before they even it's start. It's really not I that big of a deal, Cody. You know? You'll be tied down. There's I nothing you can walk, do. I will
1: walk out of Cody the building. You're we'll with drug the, you. You're with. What you're, the hell? with you're with a group of friends. We pay the money. You don't turn that down.
2: I yep. turned that down. You don't turn that down. I'm turning down lap dances. I'm turning down being
0: sacker. I don't what want to. What are you going to do? Sit in the corner like a creepy guy? Yeah, that would actually be creepier than just getting the lap dance. <laughs> Why? It do you want to be. be a creep?
2: I know. I just don't want to go. It makes me, like, they people think that we're doing this for other. It <laughs> genuinely <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to go. It will make me uncomfortable to be there. I don't want to take part of the extracurricular or the bonus features that are apparently available at nobody's the strip say, club. Nobody's this isn't saying a that. movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're just, just, nobody's saying for the you. The optional
2: right? buy packages. Not interested. <laughs> Whatever the things are that you can do. I don't want to go to a separate room. I don't want to lap dance at the table. I don't want to go on stage.
1: I,
0: this I'm isn't
2: about saying, what Nick, you
1: want. If Nick gives a, you know, a couple $20 bills to Destiny and she comes up to you <laughs> and, kind of and sits, in on, her, on, sits on your I'm lap. Chastity.
0: <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah, don't be creep and don't be rude. That's the other thing. Because here's what don't happens. Be I'll I'll you, rude. It's my oh, fault. You're being I'll, I'll, so dismissive towards gonna, these women. I don't tell, care. Like,
1: Cody, their career
2: path is fine. Gonna, I don't Cody, have an issue with that. It makes me uncomfortable. Support but they're,
1: them. They're going to think you're insult- You're going to be insulting them. If, if Nick pays for a dance for you for the first time and they come over. And I she can't punks, just say, hey, look, I you. say no, she's going to say you don't think I'm attractive enough? You think that uh-huh. That's how it's going to yes, go. Absolutely. Yes, that's exactly, how, that's it will exactly go. how it works. And she's going to be insulted by it's you turning high her It's a high-pressure sales
0: environment. Yes, of course it is. And dude, like <laughs> yeah. the, the the willingness of you to just dismiss these women who are probably I you know trying to pay off—they're trying to pay off uh, student loans, mm-hmm. maybe put their kids through school. And meanwhile, you're just too good. Yeah, That's the, what it is. It's the, like, it's like I'm too good for this. Yeah, the rising cost of education, and they're trying to make a living, <laughs> and
1: you are going to turn it down.
2: They, can still, they already have Nick's money. My well, turning it well, down Nick's doesn't stop them stu- from getting the money. Gotta, the, they they don't, don't give refunds, they, I'm they assuming. They don't
0: want handouts, Cody. They want to earn <laughs> their money just like everybody else. They're not freeloaders.
1: Someone says... These are working women as well, Cody. Same as the gals that work at the post office. No
0: different. Both earning a living. Have some respect. I agree. Yep. Okay. I actually like this from a, from the 913. It says, give him an out. If Cody doesn't go to the strip club, then he has to shave his head into a balding cul-de-sac style. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so <laughs> terrible. On the video stream, 100 oh, years Dude, we would have record numbers on the video so stream. So, you'd be like Paul Feinbaum, basically.
1: Mm-hmm. That look is not
0: working for him. I don't know if it's never worked. I do he's, he's got his own television show. It's wildly successful. So <laughs> I don't think it's because of how many television shows do you star on? Zero. Okay. Unless you count our live stream and it's which... not a TV
2: show. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> you know those are options.
1: The Guillotine League is over. I mean, you did promise that you'll have your first time. I did, but I did not experience. promise
2: to get sacrificed. I didn't promise uh, I just right, said I'd go. All right,
1: all right, no sacrifice, but you do have to have a dance. Yep. No sacrifice. You're right. No sacrifice. A dance. The listener, you are big. You know, listeners are very important. We love yeah. our listeners. It was their idea to come together and put money together for the mm-hmm. Guillotine League to have you go for the first I time. Remember. And they're all expecting to show up as well and enjoy the moment with you.
2: Some guy wait, gave us 500 bucks or something? Correct. How far does that go?
1: Sean Barber said he's not going. He said he wants the cash. I told him there's no cash out. He there's no team. cash out? Yeah. Yeah. He, he wants the cash made. value? No, you don't get cash value of your share of the strip club experience. You either show up or you don't. Can he send a proxy? No. Okay, just checking. I don't know who that would be in Sean Barber's someone said, And then you can write a song about your first strip club experience. Content. I think T-Pain already wrote that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the one he ought to talking about. <laughs> Remix. I'm going to cover a T-Pain song. <laughs> oh,
2: man. It's going to be so uncomfortable. I don't know when we're going to do that, but after the Super Bowl probably? Does that feel right?
1: Or Maybe. If, I mean, maybe after the Super if, Bowl. If the Chiefs make it to Arizona... Maybe we go to a Glendale strip club. Maybe we go while the we're there. Well, you there. know, totally wait. Go.
0: Don't go to Glendale. Glendale is a bleep hole. So you don't want to go to a strip club there. Make sure it's in like Scottsdale.
1: No, oh, fair fine fine. Phoenix, Which,
0: fine. What on the suburbs? of phoenix or in phoenix directly actually you know what yeah let's take him to a grungy grimy strip club like the time i went to a strip club and the woman had a a steel bra on this was in nashville (laughs) she had a steel brassiere on and we walked in and she was taking a sawzer she was taking a sawzaw and running it across her bra and like shooting sparks all over the people in the front row and of course it was pour some sugar on me playing what the hell yeah did you enjoy that experience? No, I walked into that. I thought I, was like, I thought it was like a construction. I thought I was walking into a construction zone, but no, it was just uh, Bethany's routine. Is that her actual name? Or are you just making up a name? I'm making up a name.
1: So this is how does Cody's wife feel about this? Look, she knows. She knows that I agreed to this. See, it costs cost yeah. doing business, man. I
2: told her she wants to come along. She can, oh, which will make me even more uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm well, sure, well, she'd oh, love uh, that. Um,
1: let me just point, if if she comes along to the strip club, Cody, the ex- <laughs> it, it will only get worse for you, actually. <laughs> you will be, I think it'll make it way worse for you. For everybody else around, it'll be hilarious. Even more enjoyable? Yes. But even worse for me? For you, you will be, if you're on, unco- you think you're uncomfortable just walking in. If you walked in with your wife, trust me, you will get more attention than anybody else in the entire place. That's how that works. It's going to be terrible. Up next, we'll keep delaying Nick's notable notes. They will happen today. He said
2: he didn't want to do them.
1: Oh, they're going to happen still. And it is a snitch line Thursday on Cody and Gold.
0: You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Subscribe and download all new episodes of Nick's Waving in the Week podcast. Released every Thursday on the 435 Podcast Network
1: and the Odyssey app.